Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation centers on validation. In other words, the goal of our life accomplishments shouldn't be on acceptance from the world, but more on God's value for us. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, of course, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the notes section on your phone for today's episode called Less is More. Again, today's episode is called Less is More. So let's get into it. What is your love language? What would you say you favor most? Physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, or gifts? How much value would you place in love? And could you say that God encompasses all of our desires in one way or another? Sometimes, you know, we can get blindsided by the true meaning of unconditional love by comparing those feelings to accomplishments, relatability, and validation. Not realizing we have the most purest form of love, which is God. And if we become too busy with people and situations to give us the credit that we feel like we deserve, we will miss out on all of the Lord's beauty that he has for us and that he has already created. Yes, it is nice to hear endearing words and all of those things, but it becomes meaningless if we're not content with who we are. If we lose the feeling of contentment in Christ, a void will surface and become reoccurring. This void will have us searching and engaging in situations that contradict our purpose in God to feel a hunger, to feel a need for acknowledgement. And this empty feeling can sometimes stem from an inconsistent effort to engage with God on the daily. I know personally that when I begin my day and I end my day in the Lord, my environment shifts in the most positive way. But the days that I don't begin and end my day with the Lord, when I don't allow God to be present, I do feel a lack. And I sometimes feel a desire of some sort versus allowing God to be the forefront, versus allowing God to be my navigator, my comforter, and everything that he has spoken into my life because God supplies the need for love and God will order our steps to connect us with the right people and in the right places that have already been established for his children. But if we become distracted by the number of followers we want on social media, awards, maybe from our job or just generally money in our bank account, materialistic things, the need to people please and all these other aspects in life it will remove us from our course our course of purpose our course of following the will of God and you know I saw this video the other day and it said this it said you have to learn to select your thoughts the same way that you select your clothes every day 
Now that's a power that you can cultivate. If you want to control your life so bad, work on your mind. And that's the only thing you should be trying to control. Because if you can't master your thoughts, you're in trouble forever. So you can pull multiple meanings from this. But what my takeaway was behind this is that if we allow external and internal factors to direct our life versus allowing God and being intentional, we will be bound to the world's validation. There are occasions in my life when I just have to pause and ask myself, is God enough for me? Is God really enough for me? If everything in my life descended, does my happiness stay content in the Lord or not? Because I am bound to the lifestyle I have become accustomed to. Because sometimes, if we're being honest, sometimes we don't notice how much value we can place into something or someone until it isn't there anymore. Then we begin to question God, wondering if we did something displeasing in his eyesight for us to not have these particular things. And God just wants us to have gratitude for him because he can offer more than what the world can offer. So it's not so much God is removing. What have we placed value into that we think, oh, because we have placed so much value into it, God's removing it. No, life is faulty. The world is faulty. It left because it left, but God will continue to sustain us if we allow him to stay in the forefront, if we allow ourselves to be in his presence, if we read his word, if we pray like we should, if we stay intentional in our relationship with God, we won't have to worry about sustainability. We won't have to worry about faulty situations because we know that God is in control. When I say, you know, we can speak dominion, wisdom, power, and understanding into our life, we can. But without allowing God to intervene into that situation, it means nothing because God can turn our natural into a supernatural shift that we may have been fasting for, that we have been praying for, that we have been seeking God to do. But if we do not allow ourselves to stay connected to God and value God, God and see ourselves as worth because we are his children, then it means nothing. We are saying empty words out of our mouth because we are not allowing ourselves to stay connected to our father because we're so focused on everything else. But the importance of our salvation, the importance of who God made us to be, our success isn't from how much we can store up for ourselves. And meaning how many accomplishments you have, how many dollar bills you have in your bank account, how many nice clothes you have, how many nice shoes you have, whatever it is, because yes, it's nice to have things, but that isn't our accomplishment for this life. That isn't our success in this life. Our success and our accomplishments should be from walking in God's authority and understanding that in God, we are enough. 
We are more than enough when we are connected to our father. Why? Because he has spoken it over us. And the last time I checked in the book of Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11, God says, whatever I speak shall come to pass. So if God has spoken something over me, that's what I am. So if God says I am worthy, if God says I am enough, I don't need any validation from anyone or anything because I know my value. I know my worth. I know what I am capable of. There is no need to search to find happiness and worth because we can receive that already through God. We just have to tap into that. We have to tap into what God has called us to be. The more we elevate in our faith, we can realize, and personally for me speaking, I start to realize that all of these things are meaningless without God. What's the point of having everything you could have ever wanted, but still have a void on the inside? That void is not having the love of your heavenly father because we haven't received him in our hearts. And yes, it feels nice to feel like you're on top of the world, to feel like everything that you ever asked for is now coming to pass. You are accomplishing all these things. But once you get to the top of the world, the only place you can go next is down because there's no more room for you to grow. And and God's like, you don't even know how much further I want you to go. How much further, how many more blessings, how many more things I have in store for you. But we have become blinded and distracted by comparison and just what the world tries to feed into our spirits. We should allow God to hold value and worth in our life. God can and God is enough. If we allow him to be enough, we need to stop the comparisons and the expectations of others because God has us right where he wants us to be. God is washing us clean every single day and removing the false narratives over our lives so that we can see the truth. The truth is that God is the truth. He is the light and he is the way. You know, my mom shared this with me the other day. So I'm gonna share with you guys because I really think it will be helpful in today's conversation. She was having her quality time with God, like she always do, just talking to God and thanking God for just the necessities of life, like the things that we need to function day to day and everything else, right? And how she feels so blessed and content with where she is in life and how she feels. And she just just want to say, thank you, God, like, God, I just thank you. And God revealed to her that it's just the beginning and more is ahead for her and us as a family. It is a blessing and a relief to know that God is still not done blessing her individually and us collectively as a family. But imagine if her attention wasn't on that. Her ways of life were centered on how to make more money, 
to get the next big thing, to people please, and etc. She wouldn't have had that moment to just bask in the presence of God and show her gratitude. God is mighty, God is powerful, and God can do great things. But God is still our Father. And our Father wants us to make time for Him. We can make time for the most irrelevant things in our life, but we can't pause to talk to our Father and tell Him how much we love Him, tell Him how much we appreciate Him, and we just thank Him for not giving up on us, even when we know that we should have been given up on. But God kept breathing the breath of life in us every single day to prove to us how much He loves us, how much worth that He sees within us, to continue the thing that he wants to birth out of us. And I have been convicted of that because I feel like my schedule needs to be empty so I can just give God my undivided attention. Like, I don't want to be busy. I don't want to do nothing. Like, I just want to sit in God's presence and do all these things. But that's not how that works. Because there will never be a point in a time where we would just have time every single day with nothing going on that we can just give God our undivided attention. That's not how that works. But as that saying goes, you make time for who you want to make time for. When we detach ourselves from the world and attach ourselves to God, he will bring us clarity, correction, and strength in moving forward with our purpose and relationship with him. Let us not allow the sparkle of the world to dim the light of God for our life because he is more than enough. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, NLT version, it states this, understand therefore that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands. Romans chapter 8, verse 38 in LT Virgin says, And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Finally, 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, NLT version says this. We know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. Overall, God's love is not contingent based upon our actions. Yes, God loves those who love him, 
But God's love never fails. His love encompasses all. So when I said previously, what's your love language? God is your love language. God is enough for us to be sustained and fulfilled in him and not have this void or this feeling of detachment or this feeling of we're missing something in our life because we have been too worried about everything else, but not taking time out to say, okay, God, your daughter is here. Okay, God, your son is here. And I just want to spend time with you. I don't want nothing. I'm not asking for nothing. I just want to spend time with you. And sometimes that time that we spend with God, God is more lenient to reveal more. You want to know why? Because we are in a state of listening, not listening so we can take what God said to us and run with it. Like, no, like we genuinely want to be with our father. We genuinely want to listen to him. God will continually show his effort because we are his children. You can go to God. You can lay it all out to him. Lay it on an altar. Lay it all out to him. Whatever it is, lay it all out to him. Your worries, your fears, your doubts, your anticipations, the things that you want to do for your life, your future things that you plan to do. Maybe something currently that you want to do this week and and you're unsure about it. Or maybe it's a connection with someone and you're unsure about it. Lay it all out to God and just go to your father and say, God, I just want to prune from you. I just want to glean from you. I just want the wisdom, knowledge, and power understanding so I can stay in your presence, so I can continue to build a relationship with you. If God can continue to choose and fight for us, why can't we have the same energy? Why can't we return it back to him? And that's something that I have been asking myself personally, because a relationship with God isn't one-sided. Any relationship isn't one-sided. It shouldn't always be one person pouring, 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 pouring. You should, you know, take the initiative to say, okay, I'm going to pour back into you. And how can we pour back into God? By prayer, by reading his word, by having quality time with him. Because God is consistently pouring into us and giving us the wisdom, knowledge, power, and understanding. Because like I have said, God wants our time. When you feel like you don't have time, you have time to make time. Even if that time is five minutes, even if that time is 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, you have time to make time for God. We must make time for our father and not continue to let materialism or the things of the world or the things that we have become accustomed to, to dictate our life away from God or even hold more importance then God, because our father is enough and that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to 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 tell a friend. 
Your girl is on the podcast. And make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you found me. And I'm telling you guys, y'all need to stay in tune with my YouTube because I have so much in store for the month of April. And it's, it's about to be a movie. So stay in tune for that because that is coming and I'm super duper uber excited for the vlogs of what I have in store for you guys. So go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and comment, do all that jazz. <laughs> and all of my socials will be linked in the description box. If no one has told you this today, I love you, God loves you, and Jesus loves you too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, <laughs> Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game on here is to grow to be the best versions of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? with God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.